socially powered digital marketing show, the Digital Marketer's Guide to Emerging Technology, covering blockchain, cryptocurrency, and social media disruption. Hey there, I'm Erin Sell, your host of the show. This week, we will be discussing developing systems and processes to save time and money to propel yourself in business and life. This week's show is sponsored by Agorapulse. I know you've heard me talk about Agorapulse pretty much every show, but I wanted to share an offer with you to try Agorapulse for free. Yep, that's right. You can get a 15-day free trial, and when you join Agorapulse using my affiliate link, they will give you two months free after that initial trial period. Now, I as I've mentioned before, you know, Agorapulse is my absolute favorite scheduling tool, but one of the things we talk about in this show is their hashtag grouping, and basically what that lets you do is put together a group of hashtags that makes it super easy for you to add that to whatever it is that you're posting to, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, what have you. And it just, it makes life so much easier and you can have, you know, you name them different things and and then you can change it up for whatever it is that you're posting about. So go ahead and head on over to sociallypowered.com forward slash AP to check out Agora Pulse and grab those two free months after your initial trial. So I'm super excited about this week's guest. We are talking with Kate Erickson. Kate is the engine behind Entrepreneurs on Fire. She is also the host of Ditch Busy and Kate's Take. Kate's passion is helping entrepreneurs create freedom in their business and life through developing systems and processes that can help their business scale and grow. Kate joined Team Fire in April 2013 as the content creator. Since then, she's grown to be the overall engine of things at Entrepreneurs on Fire. In early 2013, she left her corporate job at an advertising and marketing agency to finally start creating the life she wanted to live, one where someone else wasn't dictating her every move. And boy, do I know how that feels. So I'm super excited to welcome Kate Erickson to the show. So let's go ahead and get to the interview. Hello, hello. We are live here at Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show with the fabulous and amazing Kate Erickson. Welcome, Kate. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you, Erin. I'm so excited to be here. I always love hanging out with you in person. I'll take virtually. So, right. Well, <laughs> good thing is, hopefully, I'll get to see you in a month or so in person in fabulous Puerto Rico. I hope so. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm super excited to chat with you today. And, you know, whenever we do get to see each other in person, I always feel like I come away with so much from you. So Aww. I'm super excited to bring you to everybody today. Yay. Thank you for that. That's so yeah. sweet. I just oh, had yeah. I just had such an awesome flashback of us taking a selfie in Florida before we went That's to an amazing Italian restaurant. Yes, yes. Am I um, the yeah, that party? was, um, was that? Podcast moment. Yeah, was that last yeah. year? Yeah, 2019. It okay. feels like five years ago. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was an amazing dinner. And then, oh my gosh, uh, so good. then what did we do after? Wasn't there like a, 
like a dance party or karaoke or I think we tried to go to karaoke. We might have gotten kicked out because it oh, was like, yeah, that's very possible. <laughs> very <laughs> for, possible. Like not for being too unruly. I think it was already like 1 a.m. or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's definitely been known to happen. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if everybody, you know, watching knows who you are, but Kate is the amazing engine that really makes everything run at Entrepreneurs on Fire. Um, so you, it, it was funny when I was, I was looking at your bio and I didn't realize this. We both left corporate America the same year. No way. So what, what month did you leave? Um, October. October was my last month at my job, October, 2011. Oh, wait, I thought, I thought it was 2013. Oh, okay. Cause I went back to corporate. Oh, you did? <laughs> you left and then went back? <laughs> so I left the first time, November, 2011. Then I went back and left April of 2013. Okay. So what month were you? So I left the end of August. So technically it was more like September, 2013. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's been seven years and I, I can't ever imagine going back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt that way the first time and then I went back and then I definitely felt that way the second time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I 100%. Um, it's funny because I actually left a job and then ended up going back. And when I went back the second time, I was like, what, why am I, why am I doing this again? I can't believe I'm, I'm back I here. Got, and I ended up staying for a really long time the second time too. I'm so glad oh. that that's common because I actually had one job. I went back to it three times. Oh my God. Is that like the same job? Right. <laughs> and that's I'm crazy. like, I guess this is awesome that I left on such great terms that they want right. me back. Yeah. For a third time. Like I'm so <laughs> grateful for that. Because yeah, it really did funny. save my rear when that when that happened. Right, right. Yeah. That is funny. So when you left, um, when you left corporate, then you started Kate's Copy, right? Yeah, the first time. Okay. And so mm -hmm. with Kate's Copy, you were doing copywriting? You would think. <laughs> <laughs> That was my goal, but then I realized that I couldn't just like do copywriting because that meant nothing to anyone. Um, I didn't have a niche, so I kind of went in search of a niche. And at the time, I was living in Portland, Maine, um, in the old port specifically. So I was like, oh, well, if I niche down, what if I go to brick and mortar businesses in the old port and I help them get an online presence and I'll do all the copywriting for their website? So I'll help them get online. I'll do all the copy and everything so they can rank SEO and like all that good stuff. Um, and I still managed to get zero clients <laughs> with that. Well, but so. That's back in the early days of all of this too. So people probably weren't ready for you. <laughs> Definitely. Which seems, which seems kind of crazy because 2011 like into 2012 yeah a lot of businesses just weren't online and there really wasn't a great way to well i i wasn't good at convincing them that they should be which i don't know that i mean i it's funny because i feel like there's still businesses today that are that way which is just crazy to me yeah yeah 
going back to podcast movements, because mm -hmm. I remember um, I was like, oh, I have to go to Kate's session because I knew that you were going to. And that was that was the craziest session, because remember, we had a fire alarm. A fire alarm. Yes, we had a fire drill in the middle of my session. Yeah. <laughs> you gave all kinds of great tips for like just helping people manage a podcast because I know before like I I produce the bad crypto podcast mm -hmm. and there's so many moving parts that it's hard to keep it all straight to keep it all together and you had some great tips for things to help you save time and energy and really um just put processes into what you're doing. So would you share some of those with the audience? And, and it, I guess, doesn't necessarily have to be only related to podcasting because some of those things I use in other parts of my business that are totally unrelated. Yeah, absolutely. So my big thing that I love talking about and that I feel I do really well in our business, like I consider it my my zone of genius, is systems and making sure that you're doing something most efficiently and most effectively. Because it's not always just about being efficient, like it has to be effective too, right? Um, so that presentation that you're referring to, yes, I talk specifically about podcasting systems, but it's pretty much finding anything repeatable. So whether you are working on the medium of like a blog, a YouTube channel, social media, podcasting, anything, uh, like physical products, Amazon, it applies to anything. It's really about finding things that you do um, repeatedly and creating systems and processes for those. So for example, like one that I love to use is I, my podcast, Ditch Busy, I do a solo show. So I create the content. It's not interviews. Um, and something so simple that saves me loads of time is I have an episode template. So I batch preparing my content. I batch recording my content. And then I batch editing my content. So instead of sitting down and brainstorming, writing an episode, recording it, and then editing it, I prepare like five episodes, then another day I record five episodes and another day I edit five episodes. Even just the very first part of preparing that content, I have a content template. So every one of my episodes, it, I, have, I follow the same type of intro to introduce the topic. Then I have like the same, you know, kind of like, hey, this is Kate and this is Ditch Busy, yada, yada. Then I go into a certain set of steps or like whatever the meat of the content is going to be. So I'll create an outline for myself. Right. And then I have the same outro and I have rotating calls to action. So that is something that I do on a repeated basis. Like every time I create an episode, I'm, I'm going through that. So having that template saves me a ton of time because I don't have to think like, okay, hmm, how should I introduce this? Like I introduce right. all my topics the exact same way. Or yep. like, you know, how am I going to talk about this? And then like, I'm, I'm trying to start recording, but then I'm thinking about what I even want to say, like, take care of all of that beforehand. So it's about breaking down what you do on a regular repeatable basis, and then being able to create templates, checklists, um, flows, so that like, you know, exactly what's going to happen when you sit down to do that thing. It's saved you loads of time. So that is, um, I, uh, 
I do the same thing. Um, definitely, I love templates. And I actually, I think I probably did this because of you. Um, in fact, I know for sure one of the things I do, which is your your process for communicating with guests, because I, I know we talked about this and you shared with me what you guys do. And I implemented that into the Bad Crypto Podcast and into my podcast, which is like communicating multiple times with your guests. So I actually have all of those in Gmail templates. So then all I have to do is just go change the name, change the date, change the time of whatever it is that I'm, I'm, you know, sending them. So it's like, Hey, can't wait to record with you tomorrow at whatever time. Mm -hmm. And here's the link or, yeah. you know, something along those lines. And it, like, it's not only about saving time and being efficient and effective and all of that. It's also just the fact that you're communicating with your guests and giving them a good experience and right. staying in touch with them, helping yep. them prepare. And all of that creates the experience that your guest has. So in that scenario and situation, like that's important because if your guest has a great experience and they feel taken care of and prepared well, then what comes time when the episode publishes, like they're going to be happy to share that. And that right. is like a huge goal of, you know, growing your podcast so, and everything. So your process, I, and I, I think I modified yours, but I know for bad crypto, I typically do, I do the email a day before well, I, once they've scheduled, you know, it's like a thanks for scheduling and then a day before, and then I do a after thank you for recording. And then depends. Sometimes I'll do the once I've scheduled, like I know what day they're going to go. The episode's going to be live because I know you, you guys do the same thing where you're recording for, for who knows, you know, I don't know how far you guys are now, but we're typically like a month out mm -hmm. um and then once the podcast is live and available then i send you know a, a an email with all the links all the images every you know everything that they need to go promote and i yeah. know you do the same mm -hmm. it's so like I, and not only like being prepared and having all of that ready but like the templates like you mentioned in gmail there's so many different programs that you can use to help with that. I mean, Gmail has the built-in templates that you can right. create, which is awesome. Boomerang for Gmail is an awesome tool because you can even schedule out emails yep. or send reminders and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean, there's just, the possibilities are truly endless. You just have to give yourself the time and space to think like, okay, how could I improve um, a set of steps that I take over and over and over again. So like, you know, for anyone tuning in, who's like, well, I don't know what to do it for. Like start just being aware of the things that you're doing multiple times a day, multiple times a week. Um, and then start picking apart like those pieces. What are, what are your favorite tools? Cause I, I feel like we, I feel like we use different stuff. Mm. Cause I, I pretty much am all for planning the podcast anyway, I use Trello and Google Drive, you know, to store everything. Mm -hmm. But Trello is kind of my my go-to for like visualizing. Like project management and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I use Asana. I, okay. Like I've used Trello before and it's great. Um, I love Asana. I use that for all my task and project management. So even like my daily to-dos are in Asana for me. So every day when I sit down at my computer, I pull up Asana and like I immediately have my list of like the things that are due today. 
because right. everything that I need to get done, I assign it to myself in there so that I don't forget, so that I don't have right. to like go fumbling through papers and all this kind of stuff. Um, I love Google Drive. I also use like Google Docs to prepare my episode content and all of that. Um, I mentioned Boomerang. Boomerang is like one of, if you're like a project manager or responsible for communications at all, I feel like a tool like Boomerang, even if you're not using Gmail, like Outlook, any email system has some form of Boomerang. So just like Google Boomerang for, and then whatever like email system you're using. Right. It's been such a game changer for me because people are like, you know, busy, like, they're not, if, if you're responsible for obtaining a piece of information, a document, a confirmation, like anything like that, like you have to assume the responsibility to follow up with that person and boomerang. Um, like you, you literally just check a box and it will send the email back to you if the person hasn't responded to you. So right. I do so much follow-up and communications. Like that's such a huge part well, of what yeah. I it, it's When you're running a podcast, it's a constant like, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'm looking for somebody's bio or headshot mm. or links or whatever it is that I need. And I mean, a lot of times I just go get it my, like I go hunt it down myself because I'm not getting it from yeah. you know, the person I need. You know what the good one for that is what scheduler do you use? Do you use like schedule once or for, for booking the, people on the podcast? No. Um, well, calendar. Calendly. Cal Calend yeah, Calendly. Calendly. Yeah. Yeah. So in there you can actually preset like questions and requirements so that when someone books, they have to give you that information. So then that way you would have it all in one place. Um for and I I mean I was gonna talk about a scheduler next, because for anyone who does coaching, group meetings. If you are ever scheduling anything with somebody else, you should be leveraging a scheduler like Calendly or Schedule right. Once. Both of them are great. And you can actually have like that preset information to say like, or you could even have like in your follow-up email, like, hey, next step is to fill out this form and you can keep pinging them until they fill out the form. It could be like a Google form or, you know. Right. That's actually, I just set that up on mine. I'm curious. Mm -hmm. So I use calendar.com. Oh. And, um. I'm, I'm curious if there's a way that I can do it within there, but so I've just been doing a follow-up email once they've scheduled mm. that, that says, you know, Hey, thanks for scheduling, please go. And then I have a link to a Google form where they go put in their bio, um, you know, links to social media mm -hmm. and attach a headshot. Yeah. So, but yeah, I wonder so if there's a way to put that within the invite, make it right one last step. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I've not used calendar, um, before, but I, I'd imagine that they have that. Right. I'm sure they yeah. do. I probably yeah. just need to need to look into it. So yeah. another, um, tip that I took from you was text expander. Ooh, yes. Yes. Love so, text expander. Yeah. I actually just did an entire episode on text expander. I, that's funny on my because podcast. I was looking at your recent <laughs> podcast and I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. So text expander is one of my favorite tools. Um, the reason I did a specific episode on it is because someone reached out to me and they're like, I've heard you talk about text expander a million times because I obsessively talk about it. Very true. <laughs> um, and they're like, but I don't feel like I'm using it right or I haven't 
done enough or like something's not connecting because the way you talk about it and the way I'm using it like doesn't match up. So um, text expander allows you to create shortcuts or short keys for things that you type out a lot. And I, I know that you know this, but I'm just saying for yeah, anybody no. else who doesn't know what it is. Um, and so like my bio, I get asked for my bio a lot. And anybody who's in the podcasting space or the speaking space or any like does summits or interviews, videos, like you probably get asked for certain things a lot. All of my social media, like links and profiles and all of that, all of that is set up with short keys and text expander. So when somebody asks me for my bio, instead of having to like go copy and paste it from somewhere or heaven forbid you're actually typing it out every time, oh, I really hope nobody's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> But even like going and copying and pasting it, like that can be a pain, right? Mm -hmm. um, so text expander, I just type out three keys and my entire bio appears. So it literally expands text. So I have a question for you because yeah. my my biggest problem with it is remembering what I used mm -hmm. for this short code. Mm -hmm. So how do you, do you have like a system that you, to help you remember what whatever you you know it is i use abbreviations whenever possible so like my email address is kkk because my name starts with k and it's the same letter three times like that's pretty simple my bio is kle bio because like i i also try and think of things that i wouldn't actually type out because i right. don't know if you've ever done a short key where you actually type that out a lot yeah, and then right. Like in the middle of a sentence that expands, you're like, no, I didn't want it to do that. Yes. Uh, mine mine is thank you. Um, oh. So it, I have like thank you. Well, on my phone anyway, I have it set up for like T-Y as thank you. Uh -huh. But whenever you go to write somebody's name, the, like Tyler or something, yeah. <laughs> then it writes thank you. And I'm like, ah. No. Okay. So for that, I put a hyphen in front of it. So um. like- like uh, right. the the mastery journal, the freedom journal, the podcast journal are all websites that I type out a lot. So hyphen TPJ, hyphen TMJ, hyphen TFJ. So I just put hyphens sense. in front of anything that ends up being. So right. I mean, you know, it's a, like a learning curve remembering some of the stuff. There are even times where like ones that I don't use that often, like I'll forget them. But it's super easy to just I just pull up text expander and I start typing in the search box and then bring it up. Right. And the more you use it and the more familiar you become with it, you know, you'll start to remember those. So I just have to add in here because it's what, when you told me about that, um, one of the things that I use it for the most is for Instagram stories or on Instagram, I put, so for stories, I have like hashtag BCP story, and then it populates all the hashtags. Ooh, so I don't have it. to go put all those hashtags in and then you know, you want to change up your hashtags. Um, but so then I just will go add, you know, add or delete whatever I doesn't make sense with whatever I'm talking about. But that yeah. saves so much time. I love that. I was just thinking of like hashtags on social media as a great one to create a yeah. shortcut for. Yeah, well, and then my other thing is, is I, you've, I'm drinking my coffee still with my Gore Pulse mug. And so that's one of the things in it within Agora Pulse, you can set up um, hashtag groups. I love that they, you know, just having those groups that you just click, okay, that's the group I need. And then it populates all your hashtags and awesome. Yeah. 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 All these, like all these like sneaky little snippet things are, they're so valuable. They're so, 
helpful. Yeah, they really are. So I know um, one of your recent podcasts I saw was three steps to take back an hour a day. So I didn't, I didn't go listen because I wanted to, it to be new when we, when we talked, but I'm very intrigued by that. Okay. I'm going to pull it up so I could tell you exactly what the three steps are. I'm okay. just opening my Google doc template where I have right. my notes from all my podcast episodes. Perfect. So see how easy sure that is. Like, I was going to ask you this. Oh, no worries. <laughs> I'm sure everyone understands. Right. Uh, three set. See, all I had to do was do a command F and type in three steps and it took me right to my episode workflow. Nice. Um, okay. So the first one is figuring out what you do every day that can become a habit. So I'm a huge James Clear fan. Do you follow James Clear at all? No. Okay. I guess Atomic so. Habits. Um, oh, really okay. Okay. Content. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he talks a lot about habits and how if you can, um, and decision-making and decision fatigue, which is a huge interest of mine because I've not always been the best decision-maker. I'm much better at it now. And so he talks about creating habits. And one of the great examples that he gives is like, if you want to work out every morning, like instead of waking up in the morning and being like, hmm, do I want to work out today? Like if you just already make that decision without having to ask yourself the question, and he gives the example of like, just put your gym clothes out so that when you wake up, like the first thing that you see is your gym clothes and just put them on. And once you have your gym clothes on, like you're obviously going to work out. Like, so right. you create habits without having to make decisions about the things that you're doing. Very common examples of things that are already habits for us. Like you don't ask yourself whether or not you're going to brush your teeth every day. Like you I just do it. It's a habit. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't just do it. <laughs> so, um, so the first step to take back an hour of your time every day is to look at the things in your day and figure out what you can create a habit out of so that you're not spending time asking yourself whether or not you should do that thing. Another example, like something that I did actively did this with within the last couple of years that I also talk about all the time is washing the dishes every morning before I start work. Because for some reason, like I let the kitchen be a distraction for me. And so instead of like trying to decide like, oh, well, should I do that? Like, that's just part of my habit. I don't ask myself whether or not I want to wash the dishes. It's just part of what I do. It's a habit for me now. So save a ton of time. I always have a clean kitchen, which is great. <laughs> um, so that's an example of like something that you're going to do it every day anyways. So you might as well make a habit out of it so you can start saving time in the process. Love that. So what do you do every day that can become a habit? Number two is what's one thing you're doing on a daily basis that doesn't actually need to happen. Um, so a lot of the times we do stuff just because we're in, we're, we're going through motions, right? We're robotic about some things that like don't even need to happen. And there's probably a good number of things in your day that like you, you don't need to do them in order to get through that day. Um, so in, in the respect of like looking at a day and being like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do and I don't have enough time to do it. If you can cut out things that you don't need to do, like, why would you not do that? Right. Um, let me see what I have for an example here. Um, at least one thing. Oh, okay. So my example was, is like, 
if you have this habit, which maybe you should look at some of your habits and undo them as habits, so they're not habits. Um, but if you're like scrolling through Instagram and you're like, oh, well, I'm just going to go real quick because I have a message to send to this person, or I'm going to go real quick because I'm going to like actually hit post on my scheduled whatever. But then you end up in Instagram for like an hour. <laughs> so easy to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I've totally been there. I'll raise my hand all day to that. But those are the types of things that you don't have to be doing that. So if you're looking to gain back time, you just need to stop doing the things that aren't actually necessary. Maybe right. five minutes of that is necessary because it's part of your business flow or whatever, but it doesn't need to be like an hour long process. And then number three is actually what we've been talking about a lot is what's one system you can create to help you save time. So what's one thing that you do on a daily basis that you could create a template for a checklist for, uh, that you could delegate maybe even parts of it to somebody else, um, right. that you could systemize or automate with the help of an online tool, like text expander boomerang. Like we've been talking about a lot of great tools. So what's one thing that you do every day that you could create a system around. So those are the three things. If it doesn't, I bet it gets you more than an hour back of your time. If you actually right. do those three things. That's awesome. I love it. Um, so this has been amazing. I want to know what is what is the best place to connect with you? Um, obviously, go subscribe to Ditch Busy and Kate's Take, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and of course, you know, the other one. You know, Entrepreneur on fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, that, that little, that little podcast, that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything we do is under the entrepreneurs on fire umbrella. So Kate's take ditch busy, our blog, we have a ton of free courses. We have podcasting content. Um, we have content for building funnels in your business, um, all free courses. So all of that is over at eofire.com. And Speaking of Instagram, I love Instagram. So if anyone wants to follow me over there, I'm at Kate L. Erickson. Cool. And I'll, of course, I'll link to everything in the show notes for this. So awesome. Yay. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for, for being here and sharing so many amazing tips. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks everyone tuning in. If you're yeah. watching live or if you're watching a replay, thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Kate. Bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Kate as much as I did. I, it is always a pleasure speaking with Kate. She is a wealth of knowledge, and hopefully you guys got some great takeaways from that interview. I just want to remind you to be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our latest shows. And if you are enjoying the show, we would sure love a review on your favorite podcast player. And lastly, be sure to connect with us on your favorite social media platforms. You can find us on all the socials at Socially Powered, sharing tips, tricks, and the latest episodes on all things social, crypto, and blockchain related. Have a great day. Bye.